0: Welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. I'm Hayley and I help women ditch fat diets, build their strength and fitness and improve their habits so that they can look and feel their best. And we do this all without having to give up the food or the life that they love. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to rate, review and share it with anyone else who you think that it could help. And if you'd like me to help you reach your fat loss goals, then make sure to get in touch so that we can see if we're a good fit to work together. I hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. everyone welcome back so we are here for another online community check-in thank you everybody who filled in your check-in form i got loads so i've got tons to work with today so thank you very much loads of questions really really good questions although there's no bad questions really And so I'm going to fly through the wins to begin with, because there's lots of amazing wins, but I realistically just cannot read out everybody's. The first thing that I want to say is welcome to the Ignite Six Girls who are starting this week or starting today. And you are literally going to love the next six weeks as part of the Lift and Glow online community. Make sure you use the group chat. Make sure you use me. We are here to support you. And really, really excited to do that over the next six weeks. You're going to get amazing results. What you have to remember is like with any program, like with any diet, it's all about the effort that you put in. If you show up half the time, if you only put in half the effort, realistically, you're going to get half the results. If you give it your all, you are going to get insane results over the next six weeks. So super excited for you and super, super excited to work with you. I also want to start off the wins by saying a big massive congratulations to Eve. So Eve passed her driving test, which she's been working hard towards for the last few months. So really, really well done. Congratulations. I know that that's such a weight lifted and I still to this day think that um, my driving test was one of the most nerve wracking days of my life. So I'm really, really proud of you for passing that. Well done. So let's go through let, let's go back to fitness wins now. So we've got Samantha who's new to the community. She said she hit her steps and she's been cooking all of her meals and tracking everything even with a meal out. Chrissy said that she got 5 gym sessions in even though she missed Monday. She said that she um has got her sleep back to over 7 hours and she said that she didn't have hangover even though um she did go out at the weekend which is great. Eleanor said she got two runs and two workouts which is amazing Robin a nice active week three workouts two runs Katie got three workouts in and she's very happy about that she said that she moved her third from Thursday to Friday and then to Sunday which wasn't ideal but still got it done so this is an example of when you plan your week it's not always going to go to plan yeah like obviously we know planning means that we're going to more likely to do a little bit better. But sometimes things come up, last-minute meetings, maybe something comes up with your family, and so you have to move it. And it's about not flapping and feeling like you've failed when you do have to move it. So Casey moved it from Thursday to Friday. Still couldn't get it done on Friday, but she made it happen on Sunday, probably because she had no excuse to not do it on Sunday. And rather than wait until the next week to get started, she just got it done and got a three in, which is amazing, so well done. We've got... Claire Burns, who got 7,000 steps a day, Stacey, who got 11,600 per day, and she's also drank a lot more water, which she feels has helped with her hunger, um, which definitely it would do, because it fills you up a little bit more. Georgia got two workouts in after having time off with her sore foot, and her steps were amazing, as well as her nutrition. She said that she's enjoying the four workouts a week gym programme. So she does the upper and the lower body. So she said she's enjoying that, which it is. It's a good programme, if I do say so myself. Chloe did really well. She planned her hangover better. So she had another night out this week, but she bought a Nando's fake away instead of going all out on something else. And she said she was able to see how many calories were in it, and she also enjoyed it, and it saved her from ordering a takeout, which is amazing. Um, Chelsea also did well with no, was it who? Who else was it with the hangover? Oh, sorry, it someone else. Oh, yeah. Someone else banned their hangover. Well, sorry, Chelsea, it wasn't you. <laughs> it was Nicola who said that she got to add a pizza out of the freezer rather than getting a takeaway. So it's not bad. Like it's not that like a Domino's pizza is going to be way more calories than a frozen pizza in the oven. And so it's and it still kind of hits that craving too, which is great. Um, Nicola also got two lift and glow workouts and a 5k run as well as getting lots of steps in and then Ananda a final win although there is lots more I've just had to like scroll through I feel bad when I miss them because I want to celebrate every single one but it's what it is there's a lot of us can't go through everyone's every week Ananda got made better decisions overall so even on the days that she was very hungry her decisions around food are better and healthier which is fab So I'm going to go through a couple of struggles because we do have quite a lot of questions today, which is amazing. So first up is this one. And I wanted to bring this up because I have actually, when I read this, and this is what I do. So this is why you should track your food and why you should have my fitness pal synced up. Because if you re- if you say that you're struggling with something and I can go and look in your food diary, then I will. So this person is all synced up. So I went and had a little dive through her food diary. She said that on Saturday she went to a friend's house for dinner and she ended up over her calories by 900 calories. She said she'd saved 300 from throughout the week though. She said I could have planned my meals a little bit better on Saturday. I had a bacon roll for lunch which was high. So when I've looked through this person's food diary, oh here we go. Is it not loading? No, no, it's fine. Um, when I've looked through this person's food diary, normally if someone was going to be eating out or um having a slightly higher calorie meal later on in the week, I would expect to see some calorie borrowing. If it was pre-planned, usually that was what I would expect to see. Now, when I'm looking through this person's food over the week, they've saved a hundred um, they've saved about 100 from Monday, 50 from Tuesday, another 40 from Wednesday, 75 from, yeah, and 72. So I would say 300 at a push has been saved. And what we want to do is in order for 900 calories, if we're, in order for us to go over 900 calories without having any impact on our calorie deficit, we want to save more calories than that. So I would usually say save 150 per day or 100 per day if you're struggling with hunger. Some girls will save 200 per day, or like if on a, on a really, really busy day, save 200, and on a less busy day, 100. Um, or like a training day, save 100, rest day, save two. So I would say for calorie borrowing, we need to borrow a little bit more than what was borrowed. And then I thought I'd go and look in the actual food that was at on the Saturday at Her Friends. Protein for the whole week is great, and calories are in, were within the target every day apart from Saturday. So when I go through the actual food diary, I actually don't think it's just the dinner that went wrong. So let me bring it up. Um, Okay, so we were 920 calories over. So starting off, this person had a 649 calorie breakfast. Now, usually if I was going to eat out later on in the the day, that would have been something that I would have been mindful of straight away um so the things that this person could have done they had 40 grams of oats so we could have reduced that down to 30 grams of oats or you would just have you could just have a yogurt with fruit okay so we're just reducing the carbs whereas it looks like this person's had like 400 ml of all milk which is quite a lot um as well as 40 grams of oats banana as well as peanut butter and then a strawberry milkshake Okay. So my advice would be this breakfast could be tidied up, not tidied up, but it could be, we could start reducing calories a little bit in this breakfast to make room for that even a meal later on. So, because this is 649 calories, it's quite a, quite a, you know, high calorie breakfast for most people. So, what we could have done is had less of the milk. So, you know, 400 ml of milk is about 200 calories. So, maybe a little bit less of that less oats or taking out the oats completely and just having yogurt and fruit um the peanut butter is fine but just be wary that that's 100 calories so do we want it Do, do we need it and then the strawberry milkshake like i think that was something that maybe wasn't necessary i always try and recommend for us to not drink calories so full fat coke strawberry milkshake orange juices fruit juices Okay, the nice yeah I get it. Love a full fat coke. I am all for full fat coke, but if I'm on a diet, it's just not going to. My calories are not going to get wasted on on a coke. Um, so and same goes for a milk milkshake. So I wouldn't have had the milkshake, and I would have just made that breakfast a little bit lower in calories by taking out carbs, making it high in pro- high protein by having yogurt and fruits. So that's the first thing that were that I would have done. So it's not necessarily the evening meal. It's it starts with the breakfast then moving on to the lunch um like this person said they had a bacon roll so that was thick cut back bacon you could have that could be changed for lean bacon so the bacon without the fat so that would have been less calories um a big eat white roll so instead of a big roll could we have gone for something smaller could we have gone for brown bread um obviously the the next thing is ketchup but there's hardly any calories in that and then the hazelnut whip okay so a hazelnut whip is 140 calories so by by this point before you've even got to your friend's house you've had, you've had 190 in the shake 138 so 200 300 let's say 330 calories so far have been used on like things that are sweet treats or um puddings shall we say strawberry milkshakes basically a dessert and then a hazelnut whip so i actually think so 300 calories already before you've got to your friends have been used on indulgent items, I would say. So they're things that we could do differently next time. By the way, I'm not saying that this is ter- ter- terrible, this is horrific. I'm just trying to use this example to help teach everyone. And then when we get to your friend's house, it actually looks like a decent meal. Beef, potatoes, veggies, tender stem broccoli, a little bit of butter, and then two and a half slices of bread. Why two and a half slices of bread? This could be like a stew or a scouse or something. Could we have had one slice of bread? Probably would have reduced those calories. Well, probably is the wrong word. It would have reduced your calories. So, so far, things would have changed. No, No strawberry milk, no hazelnut whip, maybe a slightly lower calorie breakfast, and then taking the bread out of that evening meal. Remember... Even if you're eating at someone's house, even if you're eating at a restaurant, you're in control of how much you eat. If they put two and a half slices of bread on your plate, just say, oh, I'm I'm a bit full. So, sorry, I can't eat all that. I'll just have the one, yeah? You don't have to say, oh, I'm trying to eat less or I'm trying to diet because then that gets into a discussion. Oh my God, my eye's twitching. Um, Just say, oh, you know, I'm a bit full. But if you kept going back for more bread, then that's your, that isn't, your friend's fault that's like this the discipline thing of no i've got a goal i'm trying to reach that goal and i need to stop when satisfied and then when we move on to the snacks you've had two different pieces of cake okay so there's a toffee and pecan roulade which was 320 calories and then a triple chocolate cheesecake which was 366 choose one you've already had a hazelnut whip you've already had strawberry milkshake We've had a decent amount of food throughout the day. You were not starving when you were at your friends. You've had two and a half slices of bread. Did we need two pieces of cake as well? Okay. So what what I'm trying to do by, what I'm trying to achieve by doing this is showing you how you didn't need to go over by 920 calories. So there's different ways that you could have prevented yourself from going over by that much. First thing is calorie borrowing, going, I want to have an indulgent day on Saturday, going to give myself a thousand more calories and then doing the work to allow those calories to be available on that day. Or that day could have easily been reduced by a decent amount of calories. If you took out the bread, that's 300 plus the next 300 from the strawberry milkshake and the hazelnut whip. And that's that's 600 calories. Okay, So you might have only gone over 300 calories if you'd have just had that one piece of cake and not the hazelnut whip and not the shake. So I genuinely don't think it was going for tea at your dinner, going for tea at your friends. I think it was the decisions that you made throughout the whole day, breakfast, lunch, and then obviously the double dessert. It just wasn't helpful. And this is easy to work around. You just look at everything. And now that I've kind of been in it and ripped it apart, and this isn't to make you feel bad. This is just to teach you. Everything comes with love from me. I'm just trying to teach you and show you how those choices could have been a little bit different. You still would have had a good day. You still would have felt full. You still would have enjoyed yourself, but better choices could have been made to allow you to prevent yourself from going over by 900 calories. That could have been you went over by 300 and that would have made you level for the week. Okay. So I just wanted to go through that because I thought it would be helpful for everybody. So I hope it was. And I hope you could follow it well. Um. Okay, so the breakfast was high in calories, could have reduced that. Strawberry milkshake wasn't necessary. The hazelnut whip probably wasn't. And then you add two cakes, okay? And then obviously the bread. So there are things that we could have limited there. Okay, next struggle. By the way, if you did listen to that and you found it helpful, then make sure you let me know. And if you found it confusing, again, get in touch with me because I can I can have a little backwards and forwards with you. Next struggle, we've got my cravings are on another level. Oh, Gosh, I think like obviously this time of year is one thing, but also the fact that you skipping meals is probably not helpful either. So my cravings are on another level. I'm not prioritizing sitting down for a proper meal. Therefore, I just graze all day and I end up eating more than normal. So if we focus, so I think a lot of people completely miss how important it is to manage hunger. And I know I used to, when I used to diet, it was all about how little should I eat? How, how, how little can I get away with eating? Can I have an apple and then wait six hours and then have this? And then it was all about how little I can eat. Whereas now when I'm dieting, my approach is how can I make myself as full as possible, as satisfied as possible and as least hungry as possible while still getting results? My goal when losing weight is to keep myself full and satisfied. So regular meals are vital, snacking on things that are filling, um, drinking lots of water, and just making sure that I have hot drinks and stuff. Like if I'm getting a bit peckish for a snack, having a little hot drink. So we need to make sure that if we are trying to diet, if we are trying to lose weight, that we're not just thinking about calories, but that we are thinking about how our food is gonna make us feel. How full are we going to feel? And a lot of people fall into the trap of, oh, I'll skip lunch, then I'll have a bigger dinner, or I'm just not a breakfast person, so I'll skip breakfast because I like to have a chocolate bar in the afternoon. But that doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work because if you skip meals, you start to feel hungrier, your energy dips, cravings creep in, and you don't make good decisions when you're hungry. We do not make good decisions when we're hungry. Have you ever seen the Snickers adverts? Honestly. It, is, it changes the game when you focus on regular eating and focus on keeping yourself full rather than just, I need to eat as little as possible. It's a little shift that makes a huge difference and actually leads to better results over over time. So when I started teaching this to clients, they were like, wow. And I was like, wow, we're getting better results. Everyone's in a boss mood. No one's getting these crazy cravings and it does make a big difference. So If we get better at managing our hunger, cravings will reduce. So I had a client who actually just checked in with. She she works with me one-to-one. And I had a client and she was normally, she's really frustrated that she's either completely on a diet or she's completely off track. But when she's on a diet, no matter how many times I tell her, she really, really restricts what she's eating. She skips meals. She just eats soups and salads. And I've coached her so many times in saying that like, we need to eat more. Trust me, we need to eat more. But she liked having all these little picky snacks and that, but she wasn't getting anywhere. She wasn't getting anywhere. So recently we have completely removed tracking and we've instead focused on taking photos of meals and just taking a photo of a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner every day. And the goal is to just eat three filling meals if she wants a snack she can so she has the bit of fruit here and there and she has had alcohol and she has had meals out but the focus is three main meals because we need to keep her full we need to keep her satisfied because when she restricts and when she skips meals and when she just has salads and soups all she can think about is chocolate all she can think about is crisps she ends up eating a big share back of crisps because she's completely starving So in this person's check-in this week, she was like, I can't believe how full I feel. I can't believe how little I've wanted to snack because she's got barely any snacks in her week. It has made a huge difference to how she feels and to what she's eating. She's not looking for chocolate every 10 minutes. She's not looking for packets of crisps. She just knows she's got her breakfast and lunch and dinner coming when she needs it. So this works, okay, and that's a real-life example of someone who has you know, being stuck in this restrictive cycle for years and years. And she's finally come to terms with the fact, hang on, if I keep myself full, if I keep myself satisfied, I actually feel quite good. I actually don't need chocolate. I actually don't need crisps. And I actually feel she feels good in herself. This is also a challenging client who works night shifts, who's eating at mad times of the day and she's still managing it. So it it when is, we're our own worst enemy, Skipping meals is not helpful. Um, And so we need to try and find like really convenient, quick things to eat. So try doing this. Try sticking to a structure of three meals. I am not messing when I say your meals do not need to take any time at all for you to prepare. I spend as minimal time cooking as possible. Like for breakfast, I have chicken sausages prepped already. They're just in the oven. It's the only prep I do. But I have chicken sausages in the o- that I've done in the oven and they're just in the fridge and I just take a couple out. It's the first thing I eat of the morning. And then when I get home, I'll have something else. I'm on a bit of a different plan because I'm looking to gain. Um, But if it was me and I was dieting, I would just be waking up and having yogurt, fruit. It takes no time at all to put together. You could even have a yogurt pouch that you eat while you're getting your kid ready while you're getting you know whatever dressed while you're on the train you can just have a pouch and then an apple for when that's finished right doesn't even need to go in a bowl you don't even need a fucking spoon (laughs) just eat the pouch and then and then have the the apple same with a smoothie or a shake have a protein shake and then eat a banana doesn't have to take any time at all for you to mix it all together and prep it so we need to look for solutions. And then even a meals, like I posted a video on Instagram a few weeks ago about a, me making a wrap. And I made that wrap in under three minutes, I think it was, or two minutes. And it's literally a wrap, tuna, mayo, bit of leaves, wrapped it up and ate it. The other day, I made, um, bear in mind, I did have chicken sausages prepped. So that's one thing that I did have in the in the fridge. But in the space of five minutes, I made chicken sausages, mash peas and gravy, and then literally ate it in three minutes. And then I was on a podcast, <laughs> so it doesn't have to take a long time. Yeah, chicken sausages go in the microwave, mash goes in the microwave, peas boil water over it little little minute in the microwave, done. I like, can while that and make while while that's happening, I'm making gravy. Like it doesn't have to be long-winded and complicated. I like, honestly, so make a wrap buy a sandwich, buy a wrap. Um, If you, in the morning or in the evening, once the baby's gone to bed, if you just think, right, what am I going to eat tomorrow? And you get your yogurt pouch, put your apple on top of it, and then you make yourself a wrap, put that in a little lunchbox. And then tomorrow when you wake up, it's all there to, to have. And then you even a meal, I imagine you've got more time. So I would honestly get rid of snacks and say that snacks are not an option for now and focus on your three meals and focus on getting full from those three meals. You are craving things because one, you're hungry because you're skipping meals. And two, you are like letting yourself or you are feeling the need to have to have sweet stuff and crisps because you, because you're hungry. And then the more you have of sugar and the more you have of chocolate and the more you have of crisps, the more you're gonna want them. I know when I add the chocolate bar every single day, when I used to work in an office, it was my routine that after lunch, I'd wait a couple of hours and then I'd go down the shop and get a chocolate bar. I, it got to like three o'clock and it was like chocolate bar time. I couldn't, it was so hard to get out that habit because it was just routine. Whereas once you stop, swap that chocolate bar for an apple within a week, you don't even care about the chocolate anymore. I'm not saying you can replace chocolate with an apple. We all know that I'm an absolute chocolate. Um, but sometimes you can. Sometimes it might be if you if you're someone like that who is in the um frame of mind of I need chocolate every day. How about every other day you have an apple? And then you'll realize it's actually not that hard to do. Um, and this is coming from someone who did literally have like three chocolate bars a day. I was a full-on chocolate addict. And now I can go without bragging and um, so yeah I, the cravings are because you're hungry the cravings are because you're, you're skipping meals and you're just not being prepared so the answer to this is you need to get a little bit more organized and one thing that i will say as well is what we have to remember food is to be enjoyed okay we don't want to be eating something and thinking this tastes like dog shit this is why i don't eat things that i don't enjoy it fried salmon don't like them uh don't don't like it I've tried, like i just i'll only eat things that i enjoy but not going to lie, I don't feel like eating a tuna wrap every day. Sometimes I'm like, foxy. A lot of the time I'm like that. But I'm I'm thinking I'm eating for fuel. It's not always for fun. I, I, of course, I want a chicken katsu curry at two o'clock on a Monday, but I'm not going to, am I? Like I need to have that tuna instead. So it's not always for fun. It has to be for fuel. So you might not like protein nuggets. You will learn to like them the more you eat them and you'll find you'll find that they're not making you you know gag and that they actually feel okay to have um sorry I just got a phone call there and I actually think I might need to pick it up hang on sorry girls it actually wasn't important but you know um I'm waiting for like important calls and I'm like oh wait that wasn't it so anyway we need to feed ourselves. So I would focus on three meals and just, we need to be more organized. We need to be prepared. And it might mean that you eat the same thing every day. It might mean that you have to take packed lunches into work and stuff. And if if that's the way it is, then that's the way it's got to be. So um, we need to think about health. We can't make excuses. We need to look for solutions. Next struggle is I need to get myself in a good bedtime routine like a baby. Sometimes I end up sitting up too late watching crap telly. This is what I always used to do. I used to complain about being tired. I used to complain about being stressed. And then I'd be like, well, no, I deserve an evening sitting here because I used to get in from clients at like eight, half, eight, sometimes nine o'clock. I'd be like, no, I deserve to sit here and watch telly. And I would stay awake and fight sleep for the sake of watching shite on the telly. Um, and it's not helpful. But 100% for this, we need to parent ourselves Okay, if your kids are crank because they're not getting enough sleep, you're going to give them a bedtime. Um, And we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves in that way. We are just giant babies, giant, big babies. Um, We're just big babies and we still need the same basic. We still have the same basic needs. We need sleep. We need food. We need exercise. We need mental stimulation. Um, And so we need to make sure that we're not like making ourselves tired and making our journey harder than it needs to be just because we're like oh no i need an evening and I need to chill and you you your time would be better spent going to sleep when I have them nights where I'm like, oh no, I just want to watch this or I just want to catch up on this. Or, oh, I'm feeling stressed. I feel like I haven't had a minute to myself. I feel worse the next day when I've stayed up late. If I, after one of those days are just like, right, you need to go to sleep. You're overstimulated. Too much has gone on. You've said too many words. If I go to bed early, I always feel better for the rest of the week. So we hundred percent need a bedtime. And I think that it's mad that we we get to a certain age and then we're just like forget that we need an adequate amount of sleep it's like it doesn't matter anymore but it really really does and it makes a huge difference to appetite which makes your diet easier energy which makes your workouts easier also means you're going to be more productive in work so you'll be better in your career also means that you'll be less stressed which means you'll be better with your kids when your relationships sleep is unbelievable and it is literally one of the only things in the world that we cannot cheat so focus on sleep if you get up religiously at seven o'clock in the morning you need to be asleep by 12 which means you need to be in bed by 11 Like, give yourself a bedtime and stick to it I know people think I'm mad, but I'm like nine o'clock, I need to be in bed. I, it has to be that way. Otherwise, I don't show up well in work. I don't show up well in my relationships. I find life very stressful. I'm craving a lot more energy shit, mood shit. It makes a difference, guys. Okay? We can't cheat sleep. And I will talk about that a lot, but it's important. Um. Okay, snacking in the office. People have been bringing in biscuits and cakes. Um. And sometimes I've forgot to track some of the food that I've eaten so that's two little things so bringing in the people bringing in snacks this is hard not gonna lie where my desk used to be or where I used to like to sit used to be right by like the the biscuits and cakes and stuff and it is hard I'm not gonna lie and it's just that we need to have we need to practice our self-discipline do not dare reply in your head and say I just don't have any discipline I just don't have any self-control that is a self-fulfilling prophecy whatever we believe we will we will um, oh my gosh, what's just happened there? Whatever we believe, we will kind of like carry out and we will become. So if you believe that you've got no willpower, you'll act as though you've got no willpower because you're given that, you're giving yourself that as an excuse. Nobody inherently has no discipline unless you've got some sort of um. I mean, I don't even know whether that's a thing. So nobody, I don't know, I won't say it. Nobody inherently has got no discipline or no self-control. It's something that we have all got. We just need to practice it. And we need to strengthen it. And we need to get better at exercising it, okay? So when I used to struggle like saying no, we used to struggle stopping. And you just have to either say to yourself, it's an absolute no-go zone. I'm not going to eat anything that is on that table. Or if I am, I'm going to have one and then I am going to absolutely stop. One of the one of the little kinds of like guidelines or rules that I try and say to people is if you are eating multiple items of chocolate and crisps throughout the day, that's not really balanced and it's not really nutritious, it's not really healthful in my eyes. I would say one indulgent snack a day is enough. And this is coming from me who would nail multiple packets of crisps and multiple bars of chocolate and never thought I had any self-control. So I I, I can understand where you're at. I'm not this puritanical, healthy person. Haven't always been that way. But it's like, stop at one. If you're trying to lose weight, if your goal is fat loss, you have to stop at one. You have to think to yourself, what do I want more? This treat that's going to be gone in five seconds once I've swallowed it or that, that end goal. And you have to start trusting yourself, but you're only going to build up trust if you actually act on the things that you want. So if you always cancel on yourself, if you always quit on yourself, if you always give in, you're gonna have no trust or faith in yourself, and therefore you're not gonna believe that you're gonna to get to your goals, and therefore you won't. If you want to achieve, achieve something, you have to fulfill the behaviors needed for you to get to that goal, which means saying no after one, which means going to the gym instead of the pub, which means going to bed instead of watching the Kardashians. Um so I understand this and it's tempting and it's there, but nothing's going to happen if you don't eat them. You're not going to miss out. If you really, really, really want chocolate or cake, you can stop at the shop on the way home. Just because it's free doesn't mean that you need to eat it. And if you do really want one, okay, have one, but then stop. Know your limits. And then just remember that it gets easier the more you do it. And you need to start developing this trust with yourself to be able to, to be able to stick at this you need to trust that no that's my limit and i'm gonna stop at that um so just because the freight doesn't matter just because they're there doesn't mean you need to eat them they're not calling your name even though it feels like they are and you can say no and you just need to in the in that instance take a breath think to yourself what what am i trying to achieve what is the ultimate goal if i go back for a second piece of cake now is that going to make me feel good or am I going to feel not great when I wake up tomorrow? Will I feel proud of the effort that I put in yesterday, or will I be disappointed? Have a little bit of thinking time before you do stuff. The power of the pause is real. It makes a huge difference. Um, you also said sometimes I've forgot to track foods. I would say the best recipe for for this, or the best um, what am I trying to say? Not recipe. The best. Remedy, fuck knows. Haley, just carry on. Um, is to track in advance. So, if you if you're tracking on on the fly, like you're just winging it, you're like, uh, so when you wake up in the morning, if you've got no idea what you're eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you just track as you eat. It's not really a way, like an easy way or a a effective way to reach your goals or to reach your targets. You want to be thinking in advance. So in the morning, you should know roughly what's for breakfast, roughly what's for lunch, roughly what's for tea. And so that can go into my fitness pal straight away. It might might be that you don't know what, what sides you're having for tea, but you'll know there's chicken in the fridge or you'll know there's tuna or you'll know that there's salmon or you'll know there's steak. And then you can do your sides later on. But roughly, we should have an idea. If you go through and wing it and just try and track on the fly, you're going to forget stuff. That's just the way it is. When I was, when I'm on a diet and when I'm tracking food, which I'm not right now, but when I am doing it, and I will be again at some point in future, <laughs> um, is first thing in the morning when I'm having my morning coffee, I think what's for breakfast, put it in my fitness pal. What's for lunch, put it in my fitness pal. What's for dinner, put that in. And then things might change, but it's in there and I just need to follow that. And then snacks, I'm thinking about them as well. A Couple of Baby Bell Light and a protein yoghurt, sand, sauces, apple yeah, so we just need to think in advance a little bit more. Say if you go, do you know what? I do want a bit of cake. You need to take out one of the snacks you've planned and replace it with that cake, okay? Also, one of the things that I've just said to one of my one-to-one girls is set little reminders on your phone. So I forgot to track. Well, you didn't forget to eat, you ate. So set little reminders on your phone. Every, every time that you are, if, if, if you have breakfast at a certain time, let a little reminder go off at that same time track. Same on your lunch track, dinner track, okay? Um, sometimes it helps to do it the night before for the following day as well, but always do it in advance. You will get into the routine of it. It just feels, um when you're busy and stuff, it feels harder to do, but that's why you should plan and do things in advance. Okay, so is a struggle that, again, it's linked to an earlier one. On Saturday, I never ate any lunch, which meant that I went to my auntie's. I ate a lot of biscuits, and then we went and got pizza, and I went to town. So this is just recognizing why she overeats. She's already recognized it in the struggle. She says, I'm not overly bothered, but I know why it happened. I ate a lot, and I know now for next time. If you turn up to a meal, you're going to eat more if you're hungry. Try not to skip meals. It really does make a difference. Okay. Um, final struggle before we go into questions. Actually, no, I've already spoke about that. Um, I've already spoke about that. Okay. So, questions. Um, first one is, can I still make progress with just my steps and nutrition? Yes. So there are a couple of people on uh, who've just finished Ignite Six who literally only got in one or two workouts, or maybe even three workouts over the six weeks, and got it. In- Incredible results. Okay. What we have to remember is weight loss. Weight loss comes from your nutrition and your steps. Exercise is a terrible way to burn calories. It only accounts for like 15% of the calories you burn in a day if you do a workout. We expend most of our energy from just being alive and from doing our steps. So we want to make sure that the nutrition is the main focus. You can lose weight just doing your steps and just focusing on your nutrition, you can lose an amazing amount of weight doing that. The workouts are to shape and sculpt your body. So if you want to look toned, if you want to look defined, if you want a set of glutes, if you want nice sculpted arms, we need to promote muscle growth for, for us to achieve that. Therefore, we need to make sure that we're working out for that goal. But if the goal is just to lose weight on the scales and you just want to lose a few pounds, lose a few inches, and you want to pick up the strength training, in the future then you can do that you can still lose an incredible amount of weight with just your nutrition and your steps it's not it's not a reason if you aren't able to work out it is not a reason to not do anything at all like honestly you can make them you can get amazing results make amazing progress from not doing workouts um next one is i weigh myself each morning wednesday thursday and friday and i'm up a pound and guttered gutted because i've worked so hard steps most days sticking to protein and calories, exercise, all great. Does this mean my calories are too high or is my body retaining water? I've not lifted weights for years, so thinking it might be that. So what I would say in response to this is that the scales do not instantly go down based off what we've done that week. Um, We need to give things more time before we know whether a calorie target works or not. So what I would do, and also bear in mind that this week, you haven't stayed within your weekly calories. You might have on a few other days and on those days that you weighed yourself, but over the week, you can't really expect much weight loss because you haven't stayed in your calories for the whole week. It is not. If I eat in a calorie deficit today, I'm not going to automatically lose weight tomorrow. If I eat in a calorie deficit all week this week, it doesn't mean that when I step on the scales on Monday, I'm going to have lost a pound. Sometimes it doesn't work that way. You have to wait you have to and this is why so many people give up and so many people fail, because they just get impatient and they're looking for instant gratification because we live in this instant, instantaneous, quick world. You gotta wait when it comes to weight loss. I we need to give a cal- like a calorie target at least three four weeks of consistency before we know whether it would work or not and that means actually three or four weeks of staying within your calories not having days where you go over massively days where you don't track days where you're up the wall we expect to see a decent amount for loss in four weeks maybe two to four pounds maybe even more but that would only happen if you're fully on it well it probably will be more but if you're fully on it and um It might not happen a pound every single week. It might be half a pound down, a pound up, two pounds down, half a pound up, a pound and a half down. Like, that's how it might go. And you're going to have trends which zigzag, but it'll trend down. So you're going to have a a graph that zigzags, but it trends down over time. This is why I recommend everyone weighing themselves, at least for a short bit, to weigh themselves every day and actually put it in the app. So, that you can see your graph because some people only put in the way the weigh ins where it goes down and then they get pissed off when it goes up, but they forget that last week on a Wednesday it went up as well because you got sore legs from the Tuesday or something, you know, like, or because they ate a higher carb meal on the Tuesday. And we also need to think about things like the menstrual cycle, we need to think about sleep, stress, alcohol, sore muscles. So, you could be retaining water because of sore muscles um so i would really hold on and be patient you haven't fully stayed within your calories all week so we can't expect um them to just drop down rapidly and we need to just be a bit more patient with things it's not instantaneous just because you stay in your calories for three days doesn't mean you're going to lose a pound. if your weight has gone up it doesn't mean you've gained fat unless you have over at your calories by like over 3,500 to gain a pound of fat. You need 3,500 calories extra on top of your maintenance. So if you're in a deficit, you need 7,000 on top of your deficit. You haven't done that. Then you can, you can safely say that that pound is water or it's digestion. So a lot of my online coaching, the one-to-one girls, I have a little habit on their app to say, I had a poo today. I know. And I'm like genuinely intrigued whether they've had a poo or not, because these are the people who they might be, they they might have been stressing out. Oh, my weight is up two pounds. Why is that? Why is that? And then when we put this habit in, I'll say, Oh, they've not had a poo for two days, the weight's up two pounds. Oh, probably because there's all that poo in there, all that food in there. Um, and I know this sounds really crude, but that's the reality of it. When you gain weight, ask yourself, have I over-eat by 3,500 calories above my maintenance in the last few days. If the answer is no, then ask yourself, am I due on? Have I ate saltier, higher carb foods? Are my muscles sore? Have I had a poo in the last few days? Those are the things that you need to consider. If you've done everything right, they're the things that you need to consider because it probably is water weight. But what I would say is your calories are not too high. It's that you need to give it more time. It's literally been a week, yeah? So we can't expect... It instant drops it just doesn't work that way if you give it four weeks you're going to see results you're going to see a drop especially if you've done everything right things that i would ask yourself is how accurately are you tracking are you making sure that you're weighing your carbs are you weighing sauce what about peanut butter what about oil do you cook with oil it needs to be count, accounted for do you drink juice do you drink tea and coffee do you drink alcohol all of that needs to go in everything needs to be as accurate as possible butter You can't just put a teaspoon of butter, girls. Who the fuck only has three to five grams of butter? Absolutely no one. In the cost set, when you get toast, they give you three of them things of butter. That comes to, I think they're 10 grams each, aren't they? 30 grams, is it? Or am I I telling a lie? They might be five grams each, actually. But anyway, weigh your butter is what I'm trying to say, because that's something that people massively, and everyone always puts a teaspoon. And when they put a teaspoon in their, in the um thing the tracking or they put like five grams and i'm like you're lying <laughs> that's not right so when you start to weigh you're like oh fuck 11 grams of butter it's absolutely nothing and you're like i know so we want to make sure that things are accurate before we start questioning the target how accurate are you being are you G1? have you had a poo in the last couple of days have you ate more salty foods more carby foods have you got sore muscles all of those things affect the scales Focus on being bang on with those calories. Don't be going over big big high days if you are. I've got higher calorie days planned. Do some calorie borrowing in advance. Um. Okay, next is where do I get my squeezy peanut butter from? If you haven't had squeezy peanut butter, you need to try it. It is an easy way to have peanut butter that doesn't send your cows through the roof because whenever I used to use a teaspoon or something, ends up with like loads like 20 grams whereas with the squeezy peanut butter you can literally just put like a little bit on and um it's fit so i get mine from aldi absolute winner squeezy peanut butter it's great um next is i'm struggling with lunch i actually don't sit down to eat because i finish work and go straight to pick up um my daughter from school what are things i could be having on the go on these days pick up a sandwich People underestimate how much like a cheese and ham sandwich is just sounds for calories and protein. Um, you could have a sandwich and Matison's readers eat them in the car, or eat them on the train. You could um take in a sandwich, take in a wrap. That would be my go-to. Wraps, sandwiches all day. Um next one, I really struggle to eat in the morning as it makes me feel sickly and always chaotic trying to get out of the house on time for nursery and school is breakfast dead important or can i eat later on and have a bigger bigger protein snack in the afternoon breakfast is important but what i'm want to say is that you don't have to eat breakfast at six in the morning you don't have to be eat breakfast at eight in the morning you can eat breakfast at 10 so when i worked in an office i used to i used to work in manchester so i used to travel to manchester and i'd have my breakfast there was no way i was been, been able to eat before then I would have me breakfast in work at like half nine, 10 o'clock. So it's still breakfast. It's still the first meal of the day, but it is important because it allows you, like I said earlier, to get protein in from the start of the day. If you get three meals in, it's much easier to hit your protein than if you only get two. And it um, helps you feel fuller throughout the day. And so when you get to lunch, you're not starving or you get to 11 o'clock, you're not eating fucking breakfast biscuits instead of a proper meal. Um, Or like, you know, chocolate um so i would say still have breakfast but just have it later in the day doesn't need to be as soon as you wake up the reason that i'm eating at five in the morning is because i'm trying to i was bad for well i was having breakfast at like 10 11 in the morning after i'd been up since five which is basically like my lunch time so i was basically fasting every day and for fertility that's not recommended so the coach that I was working with was like, eat as soon as you get up because then you're not going to eat again until when you get in. And we need to when you when fertility is the focus, you need a constant influx of calories and a constant influx of foods. Want to minimize of protein. We want to minimize stress and make sure protein is nice and high. So I would say, um, breakfast is important. It doesn't mean you have to eat it at the crack of dawn like I do. Eat it later on in the day. So you could have your breakfast at ten, your lunch at one. And then you tee it seven or whatever. My gym doesn't have a seated abduction machine, but I also don't have a band. Is there anything I can replace it with or am I best getting a band? I would say to get a band. And if you're going to replace seated hip abductions with banded abductions, then to make the reps super high. So I will be doing like three sets of 50 on banded abductions to get the same sort of um stimulus especially if you're going to go heavy on the abduction. Um, How am I best to track if I have gone for lunch or tea out? This doesn't need to be complicated, okay? If I went tonight for an Indian and got a chicken tikka masala, I would literally just put into my fitness pal, chicken tikka masala, Indian restaurant, and then something will come up. Okay, it's not going to be absolutely bang on accurate, but it's better than nothing, and it, it allows you to see what you've chose. I know this person works with one of the coaches in the gym as well. So it allows your coach to see what you have chose. So we want to um put something in. If you add a chicken burger and chips, if you're in a pub, just look for chicken burger and chips pub, just find it. If you add cheese on it, add a little slice of cheese, slice of cheddar. Um, One of the girls went for tea, someone I've just done a one-on-one check-in with. She went for tea, can't remember where she went but anyway, she had this salmon stuff, I think, and that was actually hard for her to find. So she saw on the plate there was a, a fillet of salmon, so she put it on. On It was a big plate of noodles, so, you know, them packets of noodles that you get, she just put 0.75 of one, because she knew it was quite a big portion. She added, it was teriyaki or something. So she just added a decent portion of teriyaki on there. It's a guesstimation, but it allows you to see and reflect on your choices and it allows you to be accountable. If you add a cheese and ham toasty, search cheese and ham toasty. Um, honestly, it doesn't need to be complicated. Sweet and sour chicken, sweet and sour chicken. Although just don't order that because it's 1700 calories, girls. Absolutely wild, wild amount of calories. Um, Chicken fried rice. Chinese takeaway and it comes up. It doesn't need to be hard. Fillet steak comes up. Everything literally comes up. Um, and if you are specifically struggling with a certain meal heart, like if you sent me a screenshot from a menu, this is what I'm getting, and you had no idea how to track it, I'd help you with that. But it is literally just about tracking what it says or tracking the ingredients. Um Okie okay, Koki. Is that all of the questions? ah <gasps> it is so before i go i want to hold you to some of the things that you've said that you're going to commit to this coming week so nikki is off to amsterdam on friday so she wants to make sure that she does the three workouts before she goes and she says she's going to eat sensibly this week and enjoy amsterdam unreal jealous love amsterdam samantha is going to hit her steps and nutrition to make up for not being able to train Chrissy is going to have one hour of chill time and downtime a day. That makes me happy. I just felt relaxed reading that. Eleanor is going to schedule her workouts in her calendar, make sure that that's already done. Katie's going to Ormsgate Market. She said that she's she's already planned her food and she's going to have a solid week and do some calorie borrowing in the run-up to it. Amazing. Eve is going to get the gym three times. And absolutely no excuses. Eve, I want to hear in that group chat when you have done them workouts When it gets to Wednesday, I want to hear that you've been at least once, okay? Meaning. Um, Claire's going to show up for herself and stick to what she's organized. Kaylee's going to plan and organize her week, make sure that that's already done. Steph's going to do three workouts. Lauren's going to go back to her normal routine after being sick. Meg Foden is going to get movement in. Rachel is going to continue with her steps and get back in the gym. And then Paulette is going to make more time for her her meals. Okay, I could go on forever. There's like 30 of you. I can't just keep feeding them out. But I just wanted to read some out to, to know that, girls, I do look at them and I do read everything you say. And I want to hear in the group chat whether you are sticking to these things. When you set yourself a target, when you say you're going to commit to something, do not break promises on yourself, please. You would not break a promise on your nan, your poor old dear little man or granddad or your poor little son or daughter or niece or nephew or your mum, your dad, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. So don't break promises on yourself. You should be the most important person in your life because if you make yourself the most important person in your life, you'll be able to give your best to everyone and everything else. It makes a huge difference. So please don't break promises to yourself. And on that note, I will leave it there. Have a gorgeous week. See you soon. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or took anything away from it, please make sure that you share it with a friend. It really does help. And if there's anything that you would like me to talk about or discuss in further detail on the podcast, then make sure you let me know. Also, if you want to know more about working with me, you can send me a DM on Instagram. You will find me at PT. Thank you again for listening and I will speak to you all again soon. Bye.